Hello, iGaming Intelligentsia. Before we start today's podcast, here is a message from our sponsors. The iGaming Next podcast is made possible with the support from our sponsors at Pragmatic Solutions, leaders in intelligent platform technology. I've been working with Ashley, Lewis and the guys over at Pragmatic Solutions over the last year. And as the early supporter of this podcast, I cannot recommend them enough. The Pragmatic Solutions Player Account Management Platform is an incredibly powerful technology stack for today's gaming business. Their modern modular platform provides all the core services to power your business and their SaaS licensing model allows you to reduce cost and accelerate your strategic goals. Enterprise technology with decades of operational know-how at scale built in. Upgrade your business to the Pragmatic Solutions PAM platform. Visit www.pragmatic.solutions to arrange a platform demo. This podcast is brought to you by Pragmatic Play, an industry-leading content provider of slots, live casino, bingo, and virtual sports. Pragmatic Play excels at creating an immersive, engaging, and mobile-focused experience for players with over 200 HTML5 games that are available in all currencies, 31 languages, and all major certified markets. Discover more at pragmaticplay.com. This podcast is brought to you by YOLO Group, bringing next-level innovation to the worlds of gaming, fintech, blockchain, and more. Serving millions of users worldwide, YOLO Group is committed to putting the customer at the center of the universe via a wide range of fun, fast, and fair products and services. YOLO continues to drive crypto adoption and fintech innovation within both the iGaming and entertainment industry via its array of disruptive B2C and B2B brands. To find out more, visit YOLO.com. All right, all right. We are back here on the podcast uh, with the quarterly report uh, evolution special extravaganza today with uh, Magnus uh, Andersson. Always great to have you back on the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Are you I'm doing brilliant. It's the first time we are trialing out our new studio here, which, which we are really excited for. Uh, so we've been, we've been looking to build this studio for, for the last two years. It's been a bit of a dream of ours. So finally, you are the first guest uh, here today, Magnus, of the, of the new <laughs> podcast. So I feel uh, very, very special today. <laughs> you should feel very honored. You should feel very honored. Yeah. Uh, let's, jump, uh, let's jump straight into it. Basically, Evolution uh, released their quarterly report, much anticipated quarterly report here for uh, Q3 2022. And uh, I'll just leave the word over to you, Magnus. Can you... Uh, uh, from your point of view, summarize the quarterly report from, from your perspective? Uh, well, uh, what struck out the most to me, of course, was the fantastic growth. They're back in very, very good growth for live, uh, for, for the live segments that they have. Uh, for the slots part, the RNG part was, uh, was lower about two percent uh, year on year if you exclude uh, their purchase of uh, No Limit City, and uh, the margin was a little bit softer. Uh, they say themselves that they feel a bit of pressure, their inflationary pressure, like everybody else, but uh, they are not really um, they. Uh, the electricity part, which has had been a part of uh, the discussion on the worries about evolution, is, they said, only about 1% of their uh, total costs. So, I mean, that's not uh, all that relevant. 
then i mean it's a it's a very very small part but uh, i would i would say it's a, it's a very very strong and stable report and uh, i think that uh, all the worries that were regarding growth in asia and also growth overall and um, competitors has been put to rest. I mean, uh, I, I really hope the guys uh, celebrate a little bit today since they work so hard all the time because they really should. This is a very, very solid report uh, with, um, yeah, apart from a little bit uh, lower margin. I mean, <laughs> everything here is, I mean, it, it has to be put in a context here. We're talking about 69% EBTA margin, yeah, which is exactly. within their, um, their forecast of 69 to 71 percent but uh, people complain about uh, a few tenths of a percent on uh, the on the margin there and uh, i mean <laughs> that, that's a bit ridiculous it, it doesn't matter whatsoever if you have 70 percent or 69 percent margin it, it it matters if you have 70 percent or 50 percent or something like that i mean <laughs> it's basically the same thing as if you uh, had uh, 69% instead of 70% growth uh, year over year. I mean, right. it doesn't really matter. Uh, evolution is about growth, uh, really. I mean, as long as they grow, they will make uh, tons and tons of money, uh, no matter if the margin is 70 or 69%, of course. And um, also, it's, it's worth noting it, at absolutely every quarterly report, both the CFO and the CEO say that uh, they always prioritize growth uh, over margin when there is a trade-off. And this is, of course, exactly what they should be doing. There are lots of companies that uh, try to um, get as high a margin as possible and try to uh, make all the analysts happy. but. They, I mean, a company like Evolution, they really have to invest a lot and invest all the time. Invest, of course, most of all in new games, but also invest in um, uh, growth all around the world with new studios and new capacity and old studios and so on. And uh, I mean, if, if they wanted, I'm sure they could uh, raise the margin by a few percentage points if they just stopped investing all of a sudden. I mean, perhaps they could do that for half a year and make the, all the analysts very, very happy because they would have 75% margin all of a sudden. But um, that, that would be uh, horrible, of course, a little bit, a little bit later on when, uh, <laughs> when the competitors started uh, to close in on them and uh, all their studios would be uh, choke full of people and so on. So, I mean, I like this very, very much that it doesn't matter if costs go up or if we have inflation or anything like that, they still uh, continue to invest. And uh, th this is so different uh, as compared to two American companies that I worked for once upon a time. First, I worked at uh, Hewlett Packard and then at uh, General Electric. And uh, when, when we were in the last few weeks of every quarter, all of a sudden there was a uh, the CEO sent out uh, no no travel whatsoever now and nothing of that just stop 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 spending stop spending because he of course was worrying about uh, the profit for the quarter and uh, the, the margins and so on so we 
we all had to cancel our meetings. And uh, I'm not, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to. Uh, this is very important. I'm going to visit the factory here. No, 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 can't do that. No, no, no. Uh, you can't take delivery of uh, those things that you ordered because then we will have an invoice. You can't do that. Um, perhaps in a few weeks. Or so. I mean, th that is the way that some companies are run. But evolution says basically screw that. I mean, we have to invest and. We will always invest in growth, and I like that very, very much. If if they stop doing that, if 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 I could, I don't think that will happen. But if they stopped uh, investing in growth and uh, instead started to to pinch the pennies and say no, 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 well, perhaps we'll release that next year instead or something like that, that would be very, very bad. And I don't think I can't even imagine them doing that really. But um, yeah. Uh, I, I think we should be happy that, uh, as shareholders, uh, that they continue to invest all the time yeah. like this, because they, they also have very good cost controls for every, everything unnecessary, uh, obviously. Otherwise, uh, the costs would have run much, much higher now with the inflation coming. Right, right, right. So, you know, overall, what you're saying, Magnus, is a, is a bulletproof report, so to say. They show growth in all markets um, in a very unstable world with ongoing wars, with rampant inflation, uh, instability in the markets. Uh, it seems that evolution is the one constant in this very chaotic uh, uh, macro environment. And, uh, uh, that's obviously what the investors should be looking for in um, uh, at, at this stage. Uh, but the investors aren't actually agreeing with you. Uh, if we look at the uh, uh, if we look at the share price and the reaction to the uh, reports uh, on the markets today, the, um, the the markets are actually down or or somewhat break even today. Um, what do you um, what do you uh, um, like? Why do you think this is? Uh, why do you think the markets uh, did not react positive to the report today? What what could be the reasons for this? Despite the fact that they actually beat the analyst expectations. Yeah, well, one reason could be, of course, that they warn all the time for the uncertainty on the market there. But uh, th that that is basically what they always do uh, in the, these conference calls. They say, "Oh, this is this is looking good," but still, we don't know. We'll have to see and so on. Costs are going up and so on. And uh, that, that kind of uncertainty can always uh, punish uh, evolution shares uh, or the, uh, the evolution share. <clears throat> but also, I, I wouldn't put too much into this because I've seen so many nice reports by evolution, fantastic reports even, where people have uh, or the market have, has uh, sold off. Uh, and uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't uh, think too much about that because uh, uh, the, the stock now. I don't know what metric metric you. I mean, and in any way you, you look at it, I mean, we have for the next year um, price equity ratio of perhaps twenty for a company that grows by the profit by forty two percent on a rolling twelve month now at a very, very high margin. I mean, if you're going to value one of the best performing companies in the world at P20 for next year, I mean, yeah, of course you, you can do that, <laughs> but it, it doesn't really make much sense, even if the interest rates are going up. Uh, I think, uh, and, and also interesting when we think about the interest rates, ma many, many analysts uh, of 
yeah, when looking at companies now are worry about the interest rates because uh, most company, of course, has borrowed lots and lots of money, and they, uh, mm. that debt uh, really costs a lot more, of course, when when you double the interest rates. But uh, interestingly, for Evolution, since they don't have any debt, so they, they <laughs> then, I mean, it's uh, the same situation. Yeah, if you have paid off. Uh, uh, paid off your mortgage. Uh, it's, it's the same situation. I mean, if you if you don't have any mortgages, mortgage on your house or or your apartment, it doesn't matter if the interest rates are going up, basically. And it's the same thing for evolution. Then, of course, uh, there there is there is of course this connection between interest rates and inflation and everything. Then inflation is very bad, of course. But uh, I, I I wouldn't worry. Uh, like that uh, for the stock price reaction for one day or two days or something like that. I think in, in the long run, I think the evolution uh, will be much, much higher valued than they are today. And that has much more to do with the general market. And uh, yeah, there, of course, the interest rates. Uh, yeah, so uh, we can. We, yeah, so I mean, we can agree among us, I think, as well, that uh, from a helicopter view, the the company seems bulletproof. Uh, again, they are just performing extremely well. They have the finances in order. Uh, seemingly, they have full grip of the market. Uh, very difficult to compete with Evolution. It seems to be uh, they seems to be in just an incredibly strong position. But if we if we zoom in uh, and we look at, for example, the RNG. Uh, segment of the business, which uh, uh, organically doesn't seem to be able to produce uh, any growth uh, in compared to their competitors, say Pragmatic Play, which is not a publicly traded company, but through the grapevine, we uh, can with pretty much certainty say that uh, Pragmatic Play is growing exponentially on the RNG side. Um, Relax Gaming, which does publicize their numbers, they, they are growing their RNG revenues. Um, is this a disappointment? Do you think that uh, the um, kind of the second leg of evolution uh, is not able to produce uh, organic growth? Yes, absolutely, it is. But uh, there's nothing new in it. So, I mean, nobody should be uh, surprised by seeing it. Uh, uh, this is unfortunate, but uh, still, they, they have some growth, a few percentage points. But uh, obviously, they are. Uh, this is a completely different thing. Uh, as compared to the other 82% of their business, which is live casino, of course. But I, I haven't been too worried about this because uh, the reason in many ways that they bought, first of all, NetEnt and then the other companies and got the foothold in, in uh, the slots business was, of course, that they wanted to go to the customer and say, that, look here, we have everything, which means that basically all companies are their customers, all the operators are their customers. And uh, that, that was the strategy. I think that I think that made sense that uh, they did this. But of course, when when a company grows like they have and have executed the way they have in their main business or the, their only business used to be, I mean, until two years ago, it was their own business. Then, of course, the market can uh, expect and should expect that uh, there will be healthy growth also in in the slots business. But um, yeah, we'll see. At the same time, they say that they have uh, they are on their way to achieve uh, double digits. I mean, like 10 percent growth year over year in slots. But we have to put things also a bit into perspective here because uh, 
pretty soon i think uh, i mean if if uh, if it's uh, moving on like it does now with both live and slots slots will be uh, soon like 15% of the company i mean 15 that's that's very very little so if they grow by 10% on these 15% that's one and a half percent on the total and one and a half percent on the total when you grow like 30 35 40 percent a year that's that's very very little that that's that's not what we should focus on i mean evolutions business is live casino that's uh, i mean really that that's where uh, the big bucks are coming in and that's the case for owning evolution uh, it's um, or not owning if they if they don't uh, succeed the way they have in the live casino yeah. i think so, so um, Magnus, you pointed out here the PE ratio of of, um, of evolution, the price to earnings ratio being um, being much lower than what it perhaps should be at the moment. Um, what do you think um, a reasonable PE ratio for evolution is today, uh, co considering that say a year and a half ago when evolution peaked with the share price, the PE ratio was something like seventy five or eighty or something like that. Um, but what do you yeah, think? Yeah. What do you think it, it should it be? Was, it, it, we, have, we have to think about what, what kind of PE we're talking about. I think when you say 75 and 80, yeah, it was on the, the current or the last yes. 12 months or something like that. If we talk about the next, yes. I think it's most relevant to have uh, an outlook, a reasonable outlook for the next 12 months, for the next year. And if it's, third, is, if it's 20, I think it could reason, reasonably be 30 instead because it's, um, I mean, it. Even a PE of 30 on next year, if you grow your profit now at 42%, and I mean, that will rightly go down, but say, let's say it goes down to 30, 35% per year, then uh, I mean, a PE of uh, 30 at, uh, at, as the interest rates are the, uh, today, I think is reasonable. But uh, there, there were lots of things happening last year uh, because of all this interest in America and all those yes. gambling companies going through the roof, uh, uh, even though they didn't make any money or lost tons of money. <laughs> and the evolution, of course, was uh, uh, got, got into, I mean, uh, people yeah. all over the world uh, found out about evolution yeah. because, I mean, Two years ago, or three years ago, only Swedish people knew, yeah. knew about this. Yeah. Basically, what, was it overpriced at that time? Would you say? You, you could argue that it was overpriced. I mean, it, it wasn't a healthy traje trajectory when uh, the company grew the last uh, one hundred percent in just a few <laughs> months. I mean, that's that's. Uh, we, we should all have been a little bit cooler there and think this is not sustainable because it, it likely isn't when it grows like this. But <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I don't think that we, we can always discuss price and so on. But the basic of uh, of investing is the way that the companies uh, deliver. I mean, as, as long as a company like Evolution or any other company delivers healthy growth, good margins, good profits, uh, keep uh, keep their uh, competitors on a nice distance and so on. As long as they do that, uh, we we should just sit on uh, sit tight and wait. Uh, I mean, the price will take care of itself uh, sooner or later. And if the general market goes up, if the interest rates are starting to come down, evolution uh, the evolution stock will um, will uh, go up again. I'm sure, but. Uh, 
yeah. We, we can't really do anything about that. We can just uh, yeah, sit along and uh, see what happens, I think. Absolutely. We are, uh, we are in the gambling industry here after all, so a, a little bit uh, <laughs> swings uh, back and forth is uh, second Only nature time. to us. Yes, that's how it is. That's how it is. A part of the excitement. Final question for you, uh, Magnus, here today. If you were to create a case against evolution, which maybe doesn't come natural to you to do, but what would that case sound like? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, they, they be, the, the pragmatic story there is very impressive. And uh, of course, we don't know all about the numbers because they are privately held and so on. They have uh, obviously very good financing. I've heard they have very, very good uh, situation there. I mean, if, if they were to uh, start producing games and uh, yeah, anywhere near or better than evolution we haven't seen that whatsoever they also just come uh, many times uh, make very similar variants of evolution games but i mean if if, if a competitor like that would uh, start growing much faster than evolution within the live market uh, that would be worrying for evolution but I, I can't really see that because the, old, the whole casino market is growing and online is taking share from the physical casinos and within online we have a very nice movement from the RNG business to the live business. So I mean there is room for more companies than Evolution and also more companies who are successful than Evolution because uh, th there will be room, there will be growth for everybody who can uh, make the players happy basically and have quality games that is uh, key but uh, I, 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 I don't worry too much about that uh, today but that's that is what we should look at because it's it's highly unlikely that uh, online casino or live casino should would just suddenly stop growing I think that's very very unlikely but uh, as with any other company you have to have um, a good you, you have to look almost as much at the competitors as you do at the company that you own. Brilliant, Magnus. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your valuable time with me today. I know that uh, you have other things to tend to here. So thank you for, yes. thank you for today, Magnus, and, uh, and uh, I will thank see you, you soon again. Always a pleasure to be there. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Yes. Bye.